0: Listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network.
1: It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Windy City Slam studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago. This is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on in everyone, Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on into an action-packed episode 158. We have a new freelance world champion and we will hear from him following his match on Saturday night from Freelance Underground, a show that I covered in person in Joliet. Plus, we preview a huge weekend in wrestling, including AAW, CSW, Warrior Wrestling, Second Wrestling, Rockford Damage, ICW Milwaukee, Brew City Wrestling, and WWE Elimination Chamber. And there's even more than that. This weekend is stacked. Plus, we welcome, for the very first time, You've seen her on NWA and Major League Wrestling, as well as Freelance, Freelance Underground. And she's coming this weekend to Second Wrestling. Our guest this week, Kayla Cassidy. And you can get all that right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. Stay tuned. Wrestling fans often talk about psychology in the squared circle. But what about your individual psychology and mental health? The counselors at True Heights Treatment offer in-person or virtual appointments. To learn more, go to www.TrueHeightsTX.com or give them a call at 708-248-7039.
2: My name is Storm Grayson. I'm your Freelance Wrestling World Champion and your Freelance Underground Independent Champion,
1: and you're listening to the Windy City Slam Podcast. That's right. Storm Grayson is your new Freelance Wrestling World Champion. He is also still the Freelance Underground Independent Champion. He had a hell of a weekend, and we're going to get to that in just a moment. But first, this weekend... We have WWE's Elimination Chamber, that's this Saturday night, February the 18th, at the Bell Center in Montreal, Quebec, Canada, 7 p.m. Central Time on Peacock, and your main event, your WWE Universal Champion, Roman Reigns, with the wise man Paul Heyman at his side, taking on the latest underdog hero in WWE, Sami Zayn, the hometown boy. And this could have been a WrestleMania-level match for Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn, but we already have Cody Rhodes wrestling Roman at Mania. So Sami gets the shot here at Elimination Chamber just before Mania. So this is going to be really a lot of fun, this storyline. So many layers to it the last seven, eight months with the bloodline. Jey Uso coming back last week to defend the tag team titles with Jimmy Uso. Are we going to see the Usos or not? Are we going to see Solo Sokoa? Or can Roman Reigns figure out how to defeat the enigma known as Sami Zayn? It's going to be a lot of fun. And then we have the men's elimination chamber for the United States Championship. Austin Theory defends the title against Seth Freakin' Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and Montez Ford. The women's elimination chamber with the winner of this match, Facing Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania 39, pits Asuka against Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia, and the returning Carmella. Mixed tag team action sees Edge and his wife Beth Phoenix take on the Judgment Day of Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. And I'm sure Damian Priest and Dominic Mysterio will be lurking at ringside as well. And then Bobby Lashley, once again faces Brock Lesnar at a major pay-per-view. So it's going to be interesting to see who gets a leg up going into WrestleMania. Last weekend, we had Freelance Wrestling sold out Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge at the Logan Square Auditorium on the northwest side of Chicago. And we had the matches as follows. In the Scrabble match, Cole Radrick defeats Acid Jazz, Chico Suave, sort of Incredible Iverson, Code Hernandez and Sam Beal when Cole Radrick pinned Sam Beal. And with that victory, Cole Radrick is the number one contender for the Freelance Wrestling Legacy Championship, which is currently held by Brian Keith. And then we had Craig Mitchell pinning Ezio Orlandi following a Trapper Keeper. And in one hell of a women's match, we had Kylie Ray defeating Sandra Moon via a submission with the Charity Case Crossface and yet another dynamic Freelance Wrestling Tag Team Championship defense, and the Bang Bros retain again as Davey Bang and August Matthews defeat the Rascals of Trey Miguel and Zachary Wentz when Matthews pins Wentz following a 450 splash. Two biggest pops in the night, well, other than your main event, were Kylie Ray and the Bang Bros. They consistently deliver the loudest pops at LSA. And then we had... Devon Monroe pinning Heather Monroe in the Monroe family battle. And then your multi-tiered main event. It was the Storm Grayson gauntlet for a chance at the Freelance World Championship. First, Grayson defeats Darren Corbin. And then he pins GPA. And then finally, he overcomes and pins Robert Ego Anthony to win the championship after three consecutive knee strikes. Frank the Clown was ballistic, going crazy after the match. Robert Eagle and Anthony congratulates Grayson and then turns his back on Frank the Clown and leaves him in the dust in the ring. And then Grayson, to the crowd's approval, hits a sit-out power bomb on Frank the Clown and continues his celebration as the new freelance wrestling world champion. And after 30 minutes of action on Friday night, Storm Grayson had another hell of a match on Saturday. And we're going to get to that right now. And this was a show I was at personally in Joliet, Saturday night, February the 11th. Freelance Underground presented Back for More at the Cantini VFW. And we started off with the Wrestling for a Cure Cruiserweight Championship. Sabotage, Sean Logan retains by pinning August Matthews. And then the tag team of PYT, defeats Heroes of Our Time, that's Joey Marks and Mason Conrad, and then after the match, PYT calling out the Bang Bros, challenging them for the Wrestling for a Cure Tag Team Championships, and then we'll be at the next Freelance Underground Show on April the 8th, back in Juliet. And then the Voodoo King, Mojo McQueen, defeats Ezio Orlandi, and then we had the Check for a Championship Scramble. Now this is gonna be Really interesting to see what happens after this match. We have Chico Suave, everyone's friend. He defeats Acid Jazz, Davey Bang, El Torero, Craig Mitchell, and Sean Galway. When Chico pins Jazz after a Chico slam, a.k.a. the angle slam. This is really going to be interesting because now Chico has the blank check where he can actually cash in for a title shot probably against Calvin Tankman, who is still the freelance underground champion. But Chico has a certain former friend who seems like he's on a sabbatical again. And I won't mention his name, but I'm sure people will figure out which friend or former friend I'm talking about. Might he have something to do with this check at some point? Hmm. I don't want to speculate too much or possibly spoil anything but this could get interesting and then we had sandra moon getting the victory over heather monroe a huge victory for sandra moon the night after she had that great match with kylie ray in chicago she actually defeats heather monroe in this match and then for the freelance underground tag team championships celebrating six months as the fu tag team champions pick and pop one man dynasty darius Latrell. And Prince 100, Cota Hernandez, they defeat Technical Difficulties, Moses the Deliverer, and Raheem Dallas Wade of Team Ambition after the double-team blockbuster. And then in a hell of a semi-main event, the King of the North, the best of the Midwest, Gunner Brave, pinning Coco Lane with a nice bridge pin. And then in your main event, the Freelance Underground Independent Championship, that man, Storm Grayson, Retains the title, defeating Brian Keith after a knee strike in another 15-minute classic between these two opponents. And now their series is squared at one. Brian Keith defeated Storm Grayson a little over a year ago to retain the new Texas Pro Championship. And now these guys are one and one. And after 45 minutes of grueling matches over this past weekend, we caught up with the new freelance world champion, and your reigning Freelance Underground Independent Champion, let's hear from Storm Grayson. We are live from the Cantini VFW in Joliet, where we just saw Freelance Underground Independent Champion. Storm Grayson retained his title over the bounty hunter, Brian Keith, but... Something even bigger happened on Friday night at Logan School Auditorium. Ladies and gentlemen, your new freelance world champion, Storm Grayson. That
2: sounds so good.
1: Yeah. And it was just masterful storytelling that you went about 30 minutes between the three opponents, Darren Corbin, GPA, and then Robert Eagle Anthony in the end. What was that like just going through that war? Huh? I have a knife.
2: Longest night, longest weekend I've had in a long time, maybe ever. Yep. Um, I have the wounds to show for it. I got the wimp to show for it. Indeed. Um, I think I touched on this last night briefly, but uh, it's really easy to get sidetracked in wrestling and you get lost in all these big goals of being on TV and all this cool stuff. But at the end of the day, freelance is the only thing that's ever felt like home to me. And this is the only thing I've ever felt like I had to have. And if this is this the only thing I ever do in this business? This? Most people at Freelance Wrestling are and always will be enough for me. This last night was magic. It was special.
1: And then tonight you had Brian Keith and you squared your series at one win apiece. You retained the Freelance, under, uh, freelance Underground Independent Championship with a victory over Brian Keith. Uh, yeah,
2: the party didn't last long last night. <laughs> I would have liked to ride that a little bit, but I knew I knew I had to get back together. I knew I, knew I wasn't going to be at 100% tonight. And when I was at 100%, Brian Keith beat my ass yep. so uh, I knew i had not in store for me but I think I did my homework and I think at the end that's what did it for me I respect him probably more than anyone else I've ever wrestled but still got this that's all I'm gonna say yeah
1: and Brian's just
2: an amazing in the ring he, he's the man he's the man I'll say that every single time
1: and then you, with not only Freelance and Freelance Underground, but also Warrior Wrestling making noise. You just recently wrestled Max Caster at a recent show. So what has that experience been like for you as well?
2: It's been all right. Uh, I know people don't realize it, but I've been doing this about nine years now. So probably the first seven years most people don't know existed. And there was a lot of just beating my head against the wall, hoping something would happen, trying to trust the process. And it feels like things are finally really cool, and I've gotten getting, getting more opportunities than I ever thought I had. I've had cool TV stuff to do. I've had really, really cool matches against really good people. I want to keep that going. I'm trying to still trust the process. I'm just trying to put them to work. And i uh, more of
1: those, for more of these. This looks like you've bursted through the glass ceiling. Congratulations, Storm. Thank you. All right, thanks. That was one hell of a weekend from Storm Grayson, and... He's just so damn good right now. The man is on fire. And on top of all of these recent accomplishments, he wrestles Sam Adonis at this weekend's Warrior Wrestling match. And that's going to be amazing too. That could be a sleeper match of the half year, I think, in my opinion, between those two guys. And then also this past Saturday night, we have Dreamwave Wrestling at the sold-out Knights of Columbus in LaSalle. The show was entitled In With The Out Crowd and a couple of highlights from this show. And we congratulate the new Dreamwave champion, Old Evil Christian Rose, who defeated Ice Pig Vic Capri. And still your Dreamwave alternative champion, Gringo Loco, who outlasted El Hijo Del Vikingo, Black Torus, and Ray Orlus in a four-way match. And they're coming back in April for their anniversary show. Coming up this weekend, and we have a load of stuff. Starting Thursday night the 16th, PWX presents their power hour in Streeter. And then Friday night starts the big shows of the weekend. We have AAW Pros Legacy and the returning to where it all started for them at the Berwin Eagles Club in Berwin. High Spots TV has your hookup at 7:30 if you don't have tickets. And the matches include AAW Heritage Champion Davey Vega with Johnny Bravo taking on Mike Bennett. For the AAW Tag Team Championships, Jossi and Calvin Tankman defend against Hakim Zayn and Kalam. And then we have Josh Alexander facing Ren Jones. Gringo Loco faces Black Taurus faces Aramis and Braden Lee in a four-way match. And then we have Silas Young against former Windy City Slam podcast guest. Big Beef, Narls Garvin. And in tag team action, we have Christy Janes and Queen Amanata versus Sierra and Heather Reckless. Plus, you'll see AAW Heavyweight Champion Jake Something, Mats Warner, Manders, Joe Alonzo, Conan Likett, and Solomon Tupu with Chuck Smooth, Hartenbauer, Sabotage, Sean Logan, and many more. Also Friday night, February the 17th, Chicago-style wrestling presents Wild at Heart at the American Legion in Franklin Park, 7.30 bell time, get your tickets, they're running low, but if you can't make it, this will be on IWTV.live, and in your main event, the CSW Championship, Axel Rico defends against the veteran, TJ Steele. So Steele finally getting his much-deserved championship match, after a little coercing to GM Steve Aaron at last month's show. Maybe it was a little more than coercing. It sounded more like a threat. And then we have a three-way women's match, and this is going to be terrific. Special guest NWA women's champion Camille versus Sky Blue versus Bombshell Shelley. And then this is going to be electric. The CSW Metro Division Championship will be put up in a five-man scramble the champion superstar Steve Boz, defends against Joey Mayberry, Chris Miller, Cody James, and Dogface bastard Greg Murray. And another special guest, Blake Christian, makes his CSW debut against all-day Marche Rocket. That's going to be terrific. And then we have a tag team gauntlet. The tag team champions, of course, will not be there because the hate keepers have been banned have been suspended by GM Steve Arendt, they will not be appearing at CSW this Friday night, but perhaps we'll have the next contenders to their titles in this gauntlet, which features big mood. That's Mateo Valentine and Jack Booty, Alpha Zeta Zeta, Austin Adams and Hans Carton, Mario Pardua and Eric Schultz, Sexy known as Ryan Matthews and Jax Johnson And Marco Anthony and Sean Mulligan. Now, Marco and Mulligan have been really hot as of late, picking up several victories over recent months. And then, of course, there's Big Mood, who kind of got screwed over last month. So a couple of different teams could go over here. Should be a lot of fun. And then in another hell of a match, we have the ice pick Vic Capri against the debuting J.J. Garrett. And then we have Adam Stallion against... The Dope One, C.J. Esparza, and The Monster Cipher takes on the macabre Doom Montgomery. Also Friday night, February the 17th, and this comes from our buddy, our correspondent from Milwaukee, High Five Tom. So this Friday night, February 17th, at the bar in West Alice in Wisconsin, ICW Milwaukee presents their legendary Insane Rumble. This function is bringing in 30 superstars, including Drake Daniels, Demented Chucky Bates, One Man Riot Squad Gunner Wicks, and former guests of Windy City Slam Podcast, Country Air, just to name a few. So go ahead and contact ICW Milwaukee for tickets, as first and second row are already sold out. So hurry up and get your tickets for this big event. And then Saturday, oh my God, we have so many events on Saturday. The Doubleheader for Black Label Pro, we have Love Stinks at 4 p.m., and then we have the Nightcap, All My Friends Are Enemies. Both shows at RDS Gym in Crown Point, Indiana. First show is at four. Second show is at eight. Tons of local and national talent coming in. Trevor Outlaw is facing Dan the Dead in one of the shows. I mean, Joey Janela going to be there. You got pick and pop and Matt Nixon in a six-man tag. This is going to be a fun night over in Crown Point. And then also... We have Backbreaker Wrestling, Double Down in Griffith, Indiana, and Rockford Damage, Inc. presents St. Valentine's Day Massacre at the Teamsters Hall in Rockford, Bell Time 630. Some of the highlighted matches there include Rockford Damage Champion Tom Latimer defending against Axel Rico, the Damage Tag Team Champions Bruiser Mass Index defend against Revolution, Another tag team war features Irish Pub Army versus C&C Destruction. And in a three-way Rockford street fight, Scott Spade versus Dogface Bastard Greg Murray against Kazile. And then another huge show Saturday night, February the 18th, coming into Chicago. It's Warrior Wrestling 28 at Talia Hall in Pilsen. Bell time is 7 p.m. If you can't get a ticket, that will be on Pro Wrestling TV and if you are there, the meet and greet begins at 4:30. Matches include the Warrior Wrestling Championship. Casey Navarro, with Frank the Clown in his corner, defends against Brian Cage. And then we have the Warrior Wrestling Lucha Championship, the new champion, Hijo del Vikingo, defends against the returning Aramis and Black Taurus. And then there's that aforementioned awesome kick-ass potential match. Sam Adonis, the former Warrior Lucha champion, against your freelance world champion, Storm Grayson, with Frank the Clown at his side. And then we have Beastman versus FTC LLC's Trevor Outlaw. That should be a lot of fun too. I love both those guys. And then we have a couple of punks. We have Carlos Romo against the rising Jordan Cross. And then just added this past weekend, Sky Blue versus Joey Janela in an intergender match. And finally, we have Queen Amanata versus Max the Impaler. Also this Saturday night, February the 18th, we have Premier Pro Wrestling's number 454 up in Woodstock for their taping. And then also Saturday night, we have Brew City Wrestling presents Brew City Bedlam at the Waukesha Elks Lodge in Waukesha. 7.30 Bell... Highlights include Bruce City Wrestling Champion, Midwest Slayer, Stacey Shadows defending against friend of the show, Big John Crowley. And then we have the Bruce City Heritage Championship of Marvelous, Ethan Matthews defending against Jack Vaughn. And Superstar Steve Boz crosses the border. He faces one half of the BCW Tag Team Champions of Country Air, Outlaw, Zach Hendricks and this should be a heck of a styles clash, Apex athlete CJ Cole takes on dysfunction. And Sunday, rounding out the weekend, we have second wrestling's identity theft at the Bernard Winger JCC in Northbrook, Illinois, Bell Time 5, Doors at 4, special guests, Ariane Andrew, a.k.a. Cameron from WWE and Total Divas, and the legendary Brooklyn Brawler, Steve Lombardi. And your main event for the second wrestling championship will be Billy Starks defending against Lady Frost. We're going to talk so much more about this card and the talent on the show when we welcome Kayla Cassidy in just a few moments. And rounding out Sunday, the 19th, we have Lucha Libre Total at the Berwyn Eagles Club. And then Sunday night, Gali Lucha Libre returns to DuPage Soccer in Villa Park. All right, in mere moments, we welcome, for the first time, you've seen her on NWA and MLW, plus freelance and freelance underground, and this weekend, you're going to see her at Second Wrestling. We welcome, for the first time, Kayla Cassidy. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Maven, former WWE superstar, season one, tough enough winner. Make sure you catch Windy City Slam podcast wherever podcasts are available. So Windy City Slam, check it out. Want to get more customers for your business? Promoters. Do you want more exposure for your upcoming event? Windy City Slam podcast can be your tag team partner. Advertise with Windy City Slam and reach wrestling fans in the Chicagoland area and in the Midwest. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or email Mike Pankow at windycityslam.com. That's M I K E. P-A-N-K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com Brand new SSW Tag Team Champion the Punk Rock Prince Jordan Cross here live at the Broad Stop in Kenosha, Wisconsin and you are checking out my best friends over at Windy City Slam Podcast Mike Pankow you are the man make sure to subscribe like, follow, share and everything else and you can follow me at the Jordan Cross I am the Punk Rock Prince thank you All right, back here on Windy City Slam podcast this week, so very excited to welcome another first-time guest. Our special guest this week, you've seen her on NWA, MLW, and also locally for Freelance, Freelance Underground, and coming soon to Second Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome Kayla Cassidy. Kayla, how you doing?
0: I'm good, thank you.
1: Yeah, so the NWA and you being part of the champion series with Team Tyler. So, what has that experience been like for you?
0: I actually love working for NWA. I think it's a really great locker room. It has so many great talent. Um, they make you feel very welcomed. My first time there, I think it was March of twenty twenty one. Um, I got invited down, and like I thought that I was supposed to like, cause you know, like. I was, like, under the impression that I was supposed to, like, dress up and stuff, just, like, for a first impression. So, like, I show up and looking like I'm about to go to a funeral, like, in a a white and black dress, just, like, this fancy and attire, and then, like, all of the talent start coming in, and they're in, like, basketball shorts and t-shirts and stuff like that, and they're like, you don't have to dress like that. And so, like, I go out to my car, and I get, like, a pair of sweatpants and a t-shirt, and I change into that, and so, like... Yeah, it's, like, very casual, but they're, like, they're very laid back there. I think it's a great promotion to work for.
1: Yeah, well, when you go down to NWA, who do you deal with in terms of uh, who does the stories, the creative, stuff like that?
0: So, like, we have our agents and stuff like that. Um, I know Jazz, I think the my last booking, I think Jazz was my agent there, I'm pretty sure, uh, my first time there. Alondra Blaze was my agent so they have they have different agents and it's just whoever you have they'll come they'll pretty much come to you and tell you what they want from you for that night or for that taping so but, you just basically you just do your best
1: <laughs> very cool so you get the rub elbows with some legends of the business which is really nice mm-hmm. and it's and they're so
0: to- nice they're so nice I love jazz and Alondra Blaze they're so nice they're so cool I was kind of intimidated by when I first met Alondra. Cause like, she's just like this, she's so cool. And it's like, I was almost scared to approach her, I guess. And then like, when she started like agenting my match, like I could see her passion for wrestling. Like she was getting more excited about it than I was. And it was like the coolest thing ever, but like, she's so like bubbly. She's so cool. And like, so is jazz. I love jazz.
1: And in one of your matches in the champion series, and I was actually kind of watching a little bit of this on YouTube recently, uh, pitted you in a tag team against Max the Impaler. Now, they are really, really <laughs> tough and brutal. How did that go for you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I I, uh, I had fun. Uh, Max is super fun to work with. Um, they definitely tossed me around in there for sure. <laughs> but it was a good time.
1: <laughs> definitely a little bit of a different style than you're accustomed to, I think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was fun though
1: and uh what's your future in the NWA looking like too are they keep are they gonna keep um, you bringing you back
0: um they've been bringing me back i mean like I was part of the tournament i unfortunately was i had to cancel my uh the final tournament due to health issues that I had been dealing with for mm-hmm. it just kind of like all of a sudden hit me. But I had to pull out a few of those bookings, including NWA, unfortunately. But hopefully they continue to bring me back. I absolutely love working for them. So I just look out for the emails.
1: (laughs) So another major promotion you've had a chance to work for was MLW. And you recently had a match with Billy Starks there. So how did that go for you?
0: Yeah, MLW. It was also like one of those really like, cool welcoming environment so I really enjoyed my time working that show and I love working Billy like me and Billy's wrestled so many times we trained together so it was like I wasn't as like, I mean like I was nervous but like knowing that I was working like wrestling Billy I wasn't as nervous but I mean I was still like you know nervous but it was I had a lot of fun
1: And your accomplishments also include the fact that you're a former Ohio Valley Wrestling Women's Champion, and you never actually lost that title, you had to vacate it, but the lineage of that title, because it goes way back to WWE developmental days, you got ODB, Beth Phoenix, Alicia Fox, Katie Lee Burchill, Serena Deeb, Rebel, Ruby Soho, and even Madison Rain. So what's it like to be a part of that group holding that title?
0: So like, I ended up having to, I won the title. And then I ended up re like, I think it was the following week, I received a really bad concussion during I don't remember anything from the match that happened just because like it was a really bad concussion. I completely lost like all memory from that match. Like, for I guess I went into like what they call autopilot. Like, I remembered everything that I was supposed to do in that match. But it's like, I was there and then the next minute I was sitting in a chair in the locker room not knowing where I was or how I got there it was really weird but um yeah they put the title on me that night and like knowing that like especially like knowing that like you know like Mickey James and all of those legends like held that title it was really cool
1: yeah it's quite an amazing lineage there they've been running well over 20 years and you are actually Mm -hmm. part of the history which is really cool yeah thank you yeah so you've been wrestling for about four and a half years now right?
0: um so I've been wrestling for three and a half years so um this month February makes four years that I began my training um once June I think it's mid-June is when I had my first match I had my first match of June of 2019 Mm -hmm. so I'm going on four years
1: so what drew you to pro wrestling
0: I grew up watching it I think it's pretty much all of A lot of wrestlers, uh, they grew up watching it. Uh, My dad, I don't really talk about it that much. Um, Not a lot of people know this. My dad used to wrestle on the independent scene. Um, He didn't really travel. He didn't really honestly get out there. Like, I don't have a relationship really with my dad, I'll be honest. But um, I've been to a few of his shows when I was a kid. And him and my brother used to watch WWE. And then around when I was like 12, 13, I kind of picked that up. And I started watching WWE a lot with them I mean I watched it like before that when I was like really really young but my mom would never let me stay up past like 8 p.m so I couldn't really watch a whole lot of it and then so I got like really drawn to like Shawn Michaels and Jeff Hardy and Chris Jericho and uh Mickey James and Melina and like I really really enjoyed the those pe- like watching those people and so I was just like hey I think I'm gonna be a wrestler when I grow up and then like of course like time like Goes on and I'm like, mm, maybe not. And then like, I started like trying to get into, you know, like I don't know. Just I kind of grew out of it for a while. And then right when I was about 23, I'm 28 now. When I was about mm-hmm. 23, 24, I was like, well, it's kind of like an hour and everything. So I did my research, and then I got into training. And here I am. <laughs> here I am.
1: <laughs> a little bit of a, a late start, but yeah. you know, you're doing pretty well for yourself.
0: Ugh I got neck issues now.
1: <laughs> oh, so um, there's always something about a woman's character who's got this cocky, conceited persona that you portray pretty well in the ring. Was that kind of always how you wanted to be as a character, or did you try different things as you were coming up?
0: I think that's kind of how I really was at the beginning. And it's weird because growing up, like middle school, high school, like I would, I would get into fights with like girls that were just like super snobby, and like try to like bully me and stuff like that. And it's like I always hated that type of like girl. But with wrestling, it's like I'm that type of girl, and it's like it's so backwards. It's weird. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess I I, I guess I kind of have like a a natural hill persona. I guess I don't know, but I, it's easy and it's fun, so I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Looks like it kind of came easy for you. So kind of uh, life imitated art when you saw those bullies and those those uh, mean girls, so to speak, and you be, kind of became one yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> now uh, going to Chicagoland appearances, you made your first, you made your freelance underground debut on June nineteenth of twenty twenty one when you beat Blair Onyx, and have made several appearances for freelance and freelance underground since. So how did you link up with the freelance folks?
0: 2021, it was that long ago, really?
1: Yeah, almost three years Dang,
0: yeah. I think it was, uh, they reached out to me because I think I went up, I wrote up there with Mouse and Billy, but they had reached out to me about possibly writing up with them to work underground, mm-hmm. and so, I mean, like, I had been, I think I would reached out to them in the past because I really wanted to work for them, and so just riding up with Billy and Mouse, I ended up getting on that show but um damn it's been that long, twenty twenty one, really? Yeah,
1: uh summer of twenty twenty one, yep. At the wow, uh, brewery okay. up in Itasca.
0: Okay, okay. Oh I remember oh and I love wrestling Blair, she's so fun. I love wrestling her.
1: Yeah, it was quite the show that night. A lot of uh, things went down. You had Kylie Ray on that show. Uh, Project we returned from uh, a year off, and uh,
0: Kylie Ray. Oh, yep. I love Kylie Ray. She's my dream match. If it's one person that I really want to wrestle and learn, and it's because I know that I can learn from her. And it's like seeing her. It's like I don't know. Like she just like draws me in. <laughs> she's just so great.
1: Yeah, she's got that that personality, very welcoming, and just kind of mm-hmm. a cool cat. And, and she's also really good at training too.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's a uh, three match for you, Kylie Ray, at this point?
0: Yes. So, like, hopefully, 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 sometime, hopefully, this year, maybe. I don't know. Hopefully, we'll see. Just gotta, I guess, what's the word? Manifest it. Gotta manifest it. <laughs> hmm.
1: And uh, what is your opinion of the environment of those freelance and freelance underground shows that you've <laughs> worked?
0: I love I love it up there. They have so many talented people up there. Um, they're always bringing in new people, too. So that's, like, really – I think all of – they're really very outgoing people, and they're just very welcoming. I love it up there. It's honestly, like – freelance is honestly probably my favorite place to go to.
1: Yeah, those shows are a lot of fun, whether you're at the mm-hmm. auditorium for freelance yeah. or some of the freelance underground shows in the suburbs, too, that are really yeah fun as well.
0: Yeah, I love free, Yeah, I love freelance.
1: Now we're gonna talk a little bit about one of your upcoming shows, Second Wrestling, and second, yeah. wrestling, second Wrestling presents Identity Theft on Sunday evening, February the 19th, at the Bernard Winger JCC in North Suburban Northbrook. That's 300 Revere Drive. Doors are at four, bell is at five, and I'm gonna run down a little bit of the show real quick before we talk about your match. We have special guests, former WWE. Superstar Ariane Andrew, aka Cameron. And then we have the Brooklyn Brawler, Steve Lombardi from way back in the day. And some of the matches on the show we have second wrestling champion Billy Starks. I know you're familiar with her. She defends the title against Lady Frost. And then for the Maxwell Street Heritage Championship, the champion Super Thunder Frog defends against Beyond Alpha, Itzio Orlandi with Jason Midas. We also have Eric Cannon versus Dante Leon. And also advertised for the show, before we get to your match, uh, Broken Finley and Swaggle as a team, Pick and Pop, who you also know pretty well from Freelance, David Ali, Jackson Larkin, and Jordan Cross. Now, Kayla, on this show, you're facing Heather Monroe, so what are you expecting from Heather?
0: Heather's actually somebody that I've been wanting to work For a while now um I think she's very talented I think she's a very good wrestler so I'm really really excited about this I didn't know I was wrestling her until I saw the flyer and I was like no way so it was really cool
1: (laughs) yeah she's got a few more years of experience on you so what do Mm -hmm. you need to combat that
0: I mean she's really good so like (laughs) I should probably go to training uh I haven't been to training in a couple weeks I need to like get back in there and yeah I'll work on some stuff before the show.
1: <laughs> We've got a few more days, so. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Starks, like I mentioned, is the champion there. And you've had several matches with her before. Uh, you've won some. You've lost some. Uh, I, in fact, I watched a match of yours against her from Grindhouse, where you picked up the victory. So what would it like to, okay, maybe you beat Heather Monroe, and then maybe get yourself in line for contention and come back to second wrestling and face Billy for that title. So what would that be like for you?
0: I think it like I'd love, I would absolutely love that just because like I want to I, I could wrestle Billy all the time like she's so she's so fun to work with um and she's like she has like this she has like a genius brain when it comes to wrestling I feel like <laughs> <laughs> like she's just a genius <laughs> but yeah I think if things go good and maybe like they bring me back maybe I can wrestle Billy for the second women's wrestling championship so that'd be fun that'd be really fun.
1: Well, if you beat Heather Monroe, maybe he'll be in line.
0: (laughs) Maybe, we'll see.
1: (laughs) You mentioned people like uh, Shawn Michaels and Mickey James and people like that. So uh, what about them, you think, kind of, okay, inspired you to take the next step?
0: Like Shawn Michaels, I feel like he had like this, um, kind of like how I described Kylie Ray. I think he, it's just something about him that will just draw the crowd in, that will just like suck you in. And it's like you can't like take your eyes off of the match. And same goes for Jeff Hardy. Like Jeff Hardy, of course, like he was this high flyer. So that was always really cool to mm-hmm. that was always really cool to watch. I'll I'll never be able to do high flying moves. You'll never even see me on the top rope. I'll be honest with you here. You'll never see me up there. <laughs> but um and like Mickey James, I think Mickey James has always been one of the best wrestlers of all time. So it's
1: just those
0: are just people that's like when you see them out there, you can't take your
1: eyes off of them. Mm-hmm. So and I was lucky enough to see Mickie James against Trish Stratus at WrestleMania 22. It was in my backyard that year, and that crowd was electric, and they were cheering for Mickie even though she was the rain psycho heel at that point.
0: Oh, cool! That would be cool. I saw her. Yeah, I saw her in person when I was um about. I was really young. My parents would get me and my sister. Tickets at Rep Arena whenever they came to do like house shows and stuff like that. We would get the No seats. But I saw Mickey James there, and it was really really cool to see her. And I also saw—I've never I've seen, i seen—I saw Jeff Hardy once. I saw Shawn Michaels quite a few times, but yeah, it was really fun. It was a good time.
1: So, what are your short-term goals and long-term goals in the wrestling business?
0: The short-term goals that's a good question um I feel like if I didn't like deal I feel like I'm honestly my own worst enemy I feel like I let the mental aspect of it like dictate my life too much I feel like if I could just which I'm getting better at I think once I can fully I guess control that maybe one day I'll get a contract somewhere That that's the that's the long-term aspect yeah. of it um I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, I wish I had the full answer to that. <laughs> but, <that's
1: cool. laughs> All right, Kayla, before we let you go, why don't you go ahead and plug whatever social media you have, if you have any merchandise available and any upcoming yeah. events?
0: Um. So I haven't gotten any t-shirts yet, which I am. I already have the design. Um. I'll be getting those made soon, but I do as a, Next weekend at Second Wrestling, I will have new 8x10s and stickers available at the merch table. So, be sure if you come, be sure to snag one of those. Social media is Kayla underscore Cassidy underscore. Twitter is Kayla underscore Cassidy. And then Facebook, I use my real name for that. Like, honestly, I don't really do a whole lot of rest like wrestling stuff on my Facebook. I just use pretty much just my Twitter and my Instagram for that.
1: So... All right, Kayla Cassidy. It was very pleasant uh, speaking with you and we'll see you at Second Wrestling on February the 19th in Northbrook, Illinois.
0: Cool, see you then.
1: All right, thank you. I had a great time talking with Kayla Cassidy. She's really, really cool. Emerging on the scene in the Midwest, as well as in Chicago with a few different promotions. And I'm very excited to see her at Second Wrestling. And I will be at Second Wrestling this Sunday covering the show. And Rabbi Jeremy Fine always does a great job with these shows. The level of talent it brings in is impeccable. The matches, the family entertainment, it's going to be a lot of fun. And please, if you don't have tickets for this yet, go ahead And check out Second Wrestling. That's the number two E-C-O-N-D Wrestling. And get out to Northbrook, because this is going to be a whole lot of fun. All right, next week, we're going to recap all of this red-hot local action, including my visit to Second Wrestling, plus WWE's Elimination Chamber. And we welcome our special guest. He's going to be a part of SSW's special benefit show called Horsepower on march the 10th in kenosha ladies and gentlemen cbs 58 milwaukee anchor and part-time wrestler he's got some chicago suburban roots as well mike kirkhoff and mike will be joining us next week right here on windy city slam podcast so long everybody